Hello and welcome to another episode of WCAT Chats. I'm your host, Riley O'Neill, and today we're talking all sorts of football stuff. We got all state selections, we got all region selections, and we got all metro selections. A bid, bid season for the Westminster Wildcats. Um, but an interesting one, to say the least. I mean, you remember back September, about mid-September, I'm walking in my car, at this point, we don't really know if we're going to have a season. I mean, GHSA pushed it back and pushed it back, but other teams were playing. I mean, you had the uh, the games going on the first weekend of September um, with a lot of different teams across Georgia, but Westminster and some of these other teams weren't playing. I mean, Pace Academy, who we ended up playing September 25th, had been practicing for a lot longer than we had, but I'm walking up to the cards, and Coach Romberg says, hey, we got Pace September 25th in away game, 7.30, and we got to get ready. And that's exactly what we did. Everybody had to scramble, uh, at least from a WCAT standpoint, um, get ready for an away broadcast just because the different aspects and the situation at hand, we weren't actually going to travel with the team. We had to figure out how to do a remote broadcast. Now, Pace was courteous enough, obviously, to lend us their broadcast, and then we put our audio over it. But it was just a very, very weird season. Um, but I'm thankful. I'm sure the team and the coaches are thankful as well that we even had a season because obviously that was in jeopardy um, for a certain amount of time. But if you looked at the season just for a brief moment before we talk awards and who won what and all metro, all region, all state, it was 14 straight playoff appearances for this team, all under head coach Jerry Romberg, who just ended his 29th season at Westminster football. That is a stat right there you will not see very often, I tell you. You look across the... Uh, the all-time wins in the state of Georgia. Coach Romberg's name is going to be up there. I mean, you really don't see coaches as tenured as Coach Romberg that have been, you know, have spent as much time with a certain program as he has. I mean, you got Alan Chadwick at Marist, but that's that's pretty much it if you look all across the state. So that's pretty impressive by his part, and you know, just a great season overall. You started off September 25th with a big win against Pace Academy, who moved down to 2A. Um, with John Collier at the helm, and, and he had to go up against a mobile quarterback like Miles Morris, and the Cats ended up squeezing out of that one 7-3, went on the next week to beat St. Pius 27-24, that last second sack by Kieran Gade that sealed it. That was an awesome victory for Westminster. Now, there is one name I want to highlight from that game um, just because he ended up missing the rest of the season and didn't even have an opportunity to compete for the All-State or the All-Metro or the All-Region selections, and that's Andrew Dotson. He had quite the junior season. He's been with the program for a while, and unfortunately he went down with a pretty bad injury in that St. Pius game and was unable to return. Now, he was on the sidelines every game. He was acting sort of as a coach and helping Coach Romberg out, but that was a definitely a big blow for Westminster's run game, um, losing him that early in the season. Now, obviously, Robert Clark and Quinn Ezzard are some very talented bats that were able to come up and and do their fair share but definitely I wanted to mention him because had he gotten to play his full senior season I'm sure we would have seen a different outcome um, and he could have been an all-state player at that so shout out to Andrew Dotson um, as he continues his path path to recovery um, but now let's talk awards before I want to talk all-state or before we talk all-state I want to talk all-region um, that's region 5 AAA now, it was a very difficult region this year. If you remember, Coach Poulin said, and we mentioned it a couple times on the broadcast, that we were basically playing in the SEC of high school football. I mean, these were some very talented teams. You had Cedar Grove that stuck in the region. You had GAC in the region. 
You had Carver in the region, who we'd never really seen before. We hadn't played Carver since the uh, the early 90s with with Jack Morgan and some of those guys there. So it had been a while since we've seen Carver. Then you still got, you know, bid talent to teams like Dudless, who are going to give you a run for your money, and Redan, obviously. So a very, very strong region. So it it's pretty impressive that these names are getting mentioned. First team all region, Holden Stays, Educate Adele, Lowell Jones, Alex Baquetta, and Connor Wesselman. Congratulations to you guys. And then second team all region would be Kieran Gade. So... Some names there for Westminster and a very, very impressive season from all those guys. Holden Stays, obviously, we'll talk about him later on. Educated Adele, the Dartmouth commit, had quite the season. Lowell Jones running the defense, the captain of the defense, did a fantastic job this season. And Alex Paquetta, Connor Wesselman, we already know about those two guys. Freshman of the year, though, now this is um, a very special award, too. This is freshman of the year in the region, so Region 5 freshman of the year is Phillips Moore, who really blossomed, I would say, this season, as you would expect a freshman to do. I mean, you talk to the coaching staff in September when James Solomon and I were going to practices. You really didn't know much about Phillips. He was still getting within the program. You knew he was a great middle school player, but the coaches thought he would see some limited reps here and there. He was already a dog in the weight room, but you know, they, they just weren't sure that he was really going to see the field as much as he ended up seeing the field, which um, speeds to Phillips' credit. I mean, he put in a lot of work this season, constant reps, and um, improved dramatically as a player. And I think he's going to be a big piece in the trenches next season, both on the offensive line and the defensive line. I think Phillips is going to be huge for this team, and he's only a sophomore next season. So a lot of Westminster f uh, football in the tank for Phillips Moore. Um, now, All-Metro team, this is when it expands just a little bit, um, is going to be Holden Stays, Lowell Jones, Alex Paquetta, and Connor Wesselman. Again, those guys have just been dynamite, or were dynamite, all season long for the Cats. Holden on offense, Lowell on defense, and then your two specialists, Alex Paquetta and Connor Wesselman. Now I want to talk All-State, because this is where um, this is where the awards really reach their highest in terms of Georgia. Uh, football awards. First up is Connor Wesselman, who averaged about 42 yards per punt this season with seven punts inside the 20-yard line. This guy had quite the season here at Westminster, um, and WCAT spoke with him earlier to discuss his recent success in, in Stanford and punting technique and more, so let's hear from Connor now. We're here with Connor Wesselman. He has received the honor of All-State Hunter from the AJC for the 2020 football season in the GHSA. What does that kind of recognition in a football state like Georgia mean to you? Um, it really means a lot, especially because, you know, I have a lot of uh, Hunter friends uh, in the state, so it was good um, to be able to beat them out. But, I mean, it's just a testament to everything I put in in the off season, just because um, the season last year didn't necessarily go the way I wanted. Um, was kind of struggling in the early off season, but then uh, I managed to uh, string some things together, get some good workouts before the season, and then um, you know the team did a good job blocking and snapping for me, giving me good looks in practice. So now I'm just ready when the games roll around. You sure were, and uh, you mentioned the, your punter friends in the state. Talk about that camaraderie and competition, that kind of brotherhood, if you will, of the uh, the kickers, the specialists, the punters. Yeah, so um, I guess not a lot of them are in 3A, but um, 
you know, I do have a couple of good friends uh, in Georgia that I like to go kick around with, um, even Baketa at this, this school. Um, but, you know, it's a really great group of guys. We work out a lot, um, compete a lot when we practice, and then, you know, on the field and games. Uh, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's really good uh, training to, you know, help me compete for a spot in college and then just, you know, help me get better all around. And you talk about college, you're heading off to Stanford. How did that opportunity come about? Obviously the hard work that you've put in and some of those uh, punts that you delivered, but <laughs> how did all it uh, fall into place? Yeah, so it was definitely a long recruiting process. Um, and Stanford didn't really actually come in until a bit later uh, in the summer, probably around June. Um, but you know, I would talk with them every week, uh, send them a lot of film. Um, I had a couple of good, really good competitions this summer um, where I, I won or came really, really close to winning um, with some pretty massive punts. And then, um, so originally they only offered me a walk-on spot, but then um, after a couple of weeks, they bumped it up to a scholarship. So that was just a great opportunity for me and um, couldn't have come at a better time just going right into the season. and just uh, continuing what I was doing in the summer. All right, you talk about some massive boots that you had. What's the difference in your brain and skill on the, the, the massive power punt versus the placement? Yeah, so this season, um, I was definitely working a lot on placement, going directional, um, improving my net punts, so, you know, not letting them return it a lot. So trying to put the punts right next to the sideline where you know, the sideline is our, our third gunner, essentially. Um, you know, in the competitions this summer, I was just trying to get the ball <laughs> as high as far as possible. So um, I think it got in the air for about 5.5 seconds on one punt. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just depending on where you are, what, where you are, what your goal is, um, got to change it up a bit. Still, still got to put distance and hang on in the games, but I think the placement was, was really important for the season. Yeah, you had you had some of those, both of those, right? The big <laughs> big boots and the uh, placement ones this season that we yes, showed sir. on WCAT. And 5.5 seconds hanging in the air, impressive. Listen, you mentioned uh, the punter friends group, but you also have some tradition here at Westminster, some guys like yes. a Harrison Bucker and a Blake Gillikin. Um, who are some influences for you over the years, both players, alums, and coaches. Talk about them for a moment. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, so Harrison, obviously, um, you know, always looked up to him um, from when I came in freshman year. Um, Blake really got to know this year, trained with him a lot this summer, probably once a week uh, until we went off to New Orleans. Um, definitely trained with Charlie a lot. Uh, we were in Birmingham for a bit early in the summer training with our coach there and then um alex you know i was on the phone with him a lot talking about stanford just because you know kind of following him there so definitely good relationships with all of them great tradition here at westminster um so really fortunate to have that brotherhood as well connor congrats and uh we appreciate you we're gonna miss you but good luck at the next level thank you, thank you. all right riley back to you this was connor wesselman with his thoughts and some ideas and some stories Thank you, Daniel, and thank you, Connor. Congratulations once again. Now I want to talk about our second and final All-State selection from Westminster. It's Alex Baquetta. Now one thing to keep in mind with Alex is he's only a junior, so this kid has got another year left in the tank. Talk about elite play. 
Alex went 8 for 12 for field goals this season, as well as 5 for 5 with PATs. Alex also handled kickoffs, kicking 22 touchbacks and averaging 67 yards per kick. Really, really good stuff. Something interesting, though, is Alex is now exploring punting, so he's probably going to end up doing kickoffs, PATs, and field goals, as well as punting for Westminster next season, which just shows his, his true athleticism. Now, Daniel was also able to speak with Alex about the honor, his path to kicking, and lots more. So let's toss it over to Daniel again. Alex Baquetta, All-State this year as a place kicker. Congratulations. How does that feel, that honor? What does it mean to you? Yeah, I mean, it feels feels awesome. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a really hard worker when it comes to kicking and punting and all that good stuff. Now just working hard for next season, so I'm really looking forward to it. Why are you a hard worker at kicking? Why do you enjoy that? Because people tell you you're good, or is there something else that goes with that? I mean, I just love the journey and the process of being a kicker. Like, it's it's so rewarding, you know, because it's the same motion over and over and over again. So the more you rehearse it, um, kind of in private, you know, you'll have more success in public. Talk about your own journey of being a kicker, how you went from soccer fields to football uprights. Yeah, you know, so a lot of the soccer coaches, Coach Snyder, Coach Romberg, they kind of encouraged me to be a kicker. And I stuck with it, you know, it's, it's really rewarding because the more you do it in private, the more you rehearse it in private, better chance you're going to do well in public. So um, that's something I've been really working on and I'm really excited for the future. Coach Romberg, Coach Sterniola talk about having the right temperament to be a kicker. And they say, you have it. What do you think that is? Where, how does your brain work that kicking is a good spot for you? Um, I think Russell Wilson always talked about being there, like in a state of neutrality. You don't want to be too high, you don't want to be too low. So when you go out and kick, you know, you want to be really neutral minded. So you don't want to be, you know, you don't want, you don't want to be hard on yourself. You don't want to be too excited to go when you go out there because you want to be calm and cool, you know, collected. Calm, cool, and collected. That's you all the way. Hey, um, Coach Romberg also referenced the possibility next year, your senior year, of have, handling all three roles at some point, from kickoffs to place kicking to punting. Um, are you up for that? Is that something that you're excited about? 100%. 100%. I mean, I want to do as much as I can. I mean, I love it. I, I work hard at all three, so I, hope, I totally hope so. And we'll ask again, the All-State, congrats on that. What does that mean to you and to the program in the state of Georgia to re receive that kind of recognition in football? Thank you. I mean, I, I think it looks really good for the coaches, too, because, I mean, the, the amount that they've developed kickers in the past, I mean, since Bucker, Blake, all those guys, it just kind of says something of how they handle our program. Um, you know, they, they push the kickers just as hard as everyone else. And, I mean, it's our job to be as consistent as we can, and they've kind of pushed that for us just as hard as the other players. So. Yeah. You sure have, and you've built that Kicker U kind of tradition that's come into place. Tell us about tradition of Kicker U and also working with Blake and Harrison when they've come back on campus. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I worked with Blake a lot over the summer. That's helped me out a bunch. I was going to kick with Bucker last season, but then I kind of hurt my foot, so, um, and he was busy. So, um, you know, it's, it means a lot when they come back because, I mean, there's so many alumni and kickers and all that kind of stuff who come back and help, but um i mean they've helped me out honestly probably more than anyone else um you know being in the same shoes as them it really means a lot because uh, you know i'm they were out here playing soccer too just like me so um it's it's really inspiring and it's really uh you know rewarding when they give you a compliment so 
right? Yeah. They're in the pros. Yeah, That's they're a pretty both big in deal. the NFL. So. Yeah, I hear you. And talk about soccer for a second. How's the soccer team shaping up? And it's nice to have kickers especially, but other, other players that do football and soccer. Yeah, I, I really like how we have people of other positions, you know, lacrosse. Well, not, not, not lacrosse, but like football, uh, you know, even swimming, all that kind of good stuff. Really good athletes coming out and helping our team. All right. Alex, congratulations. Thank you. Um, and uh, enjoy. Good luck with senior season on the football field. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Riley, that's Alex Baquetta, All-State place kicker for Westminster. Back to you. All right. I'm here in the studio. Holden Stays is joining me, and he's going to talk all sorts of All-State honorable mention. But Holden, first off, congratulations on being named All-State honorable mention. Thank you. I appreciate it, y'all. Definitely an award that I was excited to get. Um, you know, wasn't the most excited about the honorable mention, but to be, you know, considered on that list in a, you know, very talented state of Georgia and then also with a lot of, you know, great tight ends in my class, definitely an honor to be on that. But I would say next year my goal was to, you know, take the number one spot as the number yeah. one tight end in the state. Yeah, definitely. Talk about that. I mean, how's that feeling? It's kind of conflicting when you hear that. I mean, you obviously are honored to be named All-State Honorable Mention, but at the same time you're, you're not satisfied, right? Right, you know, like the competitor in me, you know, it's a great it's a great award. It's good, you know, have on your resume. But I would say, you know, with the goals I have for myself, you know, at the high school level and beyond, I would say one of the things that I would definitely like to accomplish is getting that number one spot and, you know, being, you know, the top ranked tight end in the state. Definitely, definitely. And Holden, this time last year, me and you were on the throwing team together, but now you're obviously honed in on football year round. Talk about the kind of preparation and training you do to get to that point, to get that All-State honorable mention. Right. So um, early, you know, in my high school career, I was doing, you know, bas basketball and track. And I would say this year it's a little different just with COVID. Um, you know, I have to be just more careful with the, you know, exposure and all the like activities that I'm doing outside of mm -hmm. school. So that's kind of the decision going into, you know, not participating in track and just allowing me to, you know, work with uh, both of my trainers because I do a speed and agility training and then also like a separate training with my receivers coach, Terrence Edwards, who played at Georgia. So those are the two, you know, main training things that I'm doing to get ready for the season, along with, you know, getting, you know, off-season reps in with John and the rest of the receivers and just throwing and building that chemistry. Yeah, so I didn't know you were working with Terrence Edwards. How did that come about? When did you meet Terrence, and how long have you guys been working together? Um, so I met Terrence Edwards last year um, over Christmas when I played in the Georgia League Classic. Mm -hmm. He was one of the uh, coaches for the game, for the All-Star game, and um, I knew he was the receivers coach at Pace, and I knew, um, you know, how well he w had played at Georgia. And um, he just told me, you know, I would really love to work with you. I see a lot of potential in you. And um, I did a little research on him, like how his training goes, and I was really impressed by it. So I went to him a few times, and I, you know, just after a few training sessions with him, I could really feel myself getting better. So, you know, he's kind of my trainer now, my go-to guy that I do for, uh, you know, my on-field work mm -hmm. in terms of honing in on my receiver skills. Yeah, good stuff, Holden. And I'm going to talk about it soon on the podcast, but you all have a big group of returning starters coming back for next season. And I think you look pretty good. How are you feeling about your senior season? I'm feeling great about the senior season coming up. You know, the past two years where I would say a lot of guys from this class have been contributors to the team, you know, we've all been responsible of coming up short, you know, two first-round playoff exits. Mm -hmm. Myself, personally, I don't take that lightly at all. So I would say, you know, since we were in middle school, we've talked about how, how much potential this 2022 class has. And I think next year, you know, we can really just do right. something really special. Um, we have a lot of guys that had to play last year because of injury and then also guys that were just starting from day one that will be returning. So I think that will be really huge in terms of the experience that we gained last year. 
And I just think next year we need to put it all together. You know, there really shouldn't be any excuses from top to bottom. I think we have the guys that it takes, you know, to definitely make a run at the state championship, and that's the goal. And lastly, Holden, uh, Coach Romberg had some high praise for you as a player and as a person. What has he meant to you as a coach? Coach Romberg has been a great coach for me, not only a coach, but just someone, you know, that I can look up to in terms of how he runs this program, you know. He doesn't take anything for granted, and he doesn't take a backseat to anyone, no matter who we're going up against. He doesn't care if they're bigger than us. He always believes in us. You know, we got guys playing both ways the whole game, and the teams we'll play, you know, have, you know, position players that only play that position. And he never lets us back down to anyone. I think that's super key, and I think the things that I've learned from him are going to take me a long way, and I'm always going to, you know, remember that and remember Coach Romberg for that. For sure. Congratulations again, Holden, on the recognition, and good luck next season. Thank you. All right, to cap off this All-State podcast, we're going to hand it off again to Daniel Searle, who's going to bring in Coach Rombert to talk All-State honors for both Alex and Connor, but also honorable mention for Holden Stays. So Coach Rombert, Daniel, take it away. Coach, congrats on All-State selections for Westminster football. You've got punter, kicker, and an honorable mention at tight end. Tell us about first those three athletes um, who they are and why they deserve that award yeah for sure uh, we have a uh, Connor Wesselman who uh, was all-state punter and uh, really proud of Connor uh, for how hard he's worked since his ninth grade year uh, he has dedicated himself to becoming a kicker and a punter and a specialist in general but then he went to focus on uh, punting primarily uh, but with that, he also became a great holder as well, which today uh, punters have to be able to uh, hold as well as uh, be able to punt because they're holding for the, uh, for the uh, place kickers. Uh, and he's going to Stanford. Uh, so, I mean, what a, what a great uh, high school career. And um, just he, he's a perfect example of dedication, hard work, perseverance and what that will get you. So extremely proud of Connor, looking forward to watching him next year. He's also one of our keepers on the soccer team. Uh, he also was on the swim team as well. So a three sport athlete where he could have just focused on football. He is contributing to the school in other ways. So extremely proud of him for doing that. Uh, Talk about his development a little bit. You, you say from freshman to senior right. year, how he grew both physically and then the, the understanding of that role well, as yeah, a punter. He, uh, he was kind of unsure about kicking um, when he first started in, in ninth grade and uh, kind of just grew into it. But as he grew into it, it became important to him and, and realized that it was something he wanted to do. He really dedicated himself to the weight room. Uh, and once he did that, um, he, he, he started to grow and he got bigger, faster and stronger. And then he realized he had a chance and had potential. So he decided to, you know, go to camps and uh, work in the off season. And we're fortunate, obviously, to have uh, Harrison Butker and uh, Blake Gilligan that will come work with our uh, kickers and punters in the summer and, and uh, are willing to give of their time to do that. And uh, he was out here all summer uh, in the last several years uh, working on his craft. And, uh, you know, the results are... <clears throat> Are, are proven, you know, what you can do when you dedicate yourself to something and are willing to do what it takes and, and put in the hours outside of the team. Cause I would drive by here and there was Connor out on the field, um, punting and kicking and, uh, you know, on his own by himself, you know, with a bag of balls. So, uh, 
I'm really, really, really proud of him. It is pretty special to have people like Blake Gillikin and Harrison, yeah. but Blake, I know, was out here this past summer working with Connor. Absolutely, um, and, and, and when uh, Harrison has, has time, he always comes back. Uh, he, I know he did a couple of years ago, and I'm sure he'll come back um, uh, this, this summer. And, uh, you know, it's like a fraternity with those guys. And, and, and you know, Blake and, uh, and uh, Harrison actually give the, the guys their cell numbers and they can call them and ask them questions. And, and they respond because I, I talk to them all the time. They say, yeah, coach, you know, Blake called me back and, you know, said I need to work on X, Y, and Z. And uh, so that's really cool. That kicker you tradition that's formed is, is no joke kicker now. Kicker yeah. And Coach Terniello has done a tremendous job, again, uh, you know, keeping all that together. And uh, we're very fortunate to have Joe, um, you know, working with uh, with our kickers. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, that will continue. Um in the next next few years for sure well speaking of continuing that tradition alex baquetta also all state ajc yeah. you know, what about him alex is in a lot of ways you know very similar uh to connor uh you know really was primarily a soccer player and uh you know and a really good soccer player at that uh and then figured out that uh you know he wanted to uh to be a kicker and uh started out uh, just kicking off, and uh, Coach Daniello worked with him and continued to get better and better. But just like Connor, got in the weight room, got bigger, faster, and stronger, started to really focus on it, uh, continued to play soccer, and, and was, has been a mainstay in, in our soccer program the last several years, helping us uh, to win uh, consecutive state championships. Um, but, uh, you know, Alex has a perfect temperament for kicking um, and uh, <clears throat> this year he'll have to probably handle all three phases of it uh, with our kickoffs, punting and uh, place kicking, um, which will be a little bit different because this year we had three players including uh, Aiden Henry who handled our, our kickoffs this year. So there'll be a lot more on Alex uh, moving forward and, and he realizes that and he's willing to do what it takes. but. Uh, Again, the weight room's been huge for him. He's gone to a lot of camps. He's uh, been tutored by uh, Coach Terniolo. And again, Blake and uh, and Harrison have helped out. Uh, well, with, people like Blake and, and Harrison handled all three at some points yes, in their career they, too, they, didn't they, they not? They all did. Um, this year we were just fortunate we had Connor and we had, uh, we had uh, Aiden and uh, Alex so we could split it up and you want to give everybody a responsibility so they feel like they have a role mm -hmm. uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have some young guys next year that can come under Alex which is going to be really important because we've, we've got to find somebody to, to take his place but I think his future is really bright he's going to sign somewhere in college uh, and we'll, we'll you know that kind of remains to be seen right now but uh, he's going to be a big part of our soccer team uh, this spring and um, as he continues to grow and, and get bigger, faster, and stronger, I think punting will probably be what he wants to do when he goes to college But and kickoffs. Uh, but, but who knows? But really proud of both those guys. And uh, you excited, mentioned, you excited mentioned, to see that. Yeah, you mentioned his temperament. And, and we can we smile if we know Alex. Right. But what does that mean? What kind of temperament well, does that kicker need? Like he can handle in the pressure of you know a, a situation you know sometimes better than others he didn't bring a lot of uh stress on himself and he's the kind of kid that if he has a bad kick 
uh, he can forget about it and move on to the next one. He's just kind of happy-go-lucky and, and has confidence. But you have to have a lot of confidence in uh, those positions. And he has confidence, but it's not arrogance. Uh, and, um, you know, he can handle the, the pressure and understand, you know, if he has a bad kick, he, he'll focus on the next one. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's more difficult for, for other people to do. Um, just because the way they're wired. And uh, he, I, I think he has the perfect temperament to, to be an outstanding kicker down the road. Confidence, not arrogance. That's a good description there yes. for those kickers. And right. uh, for our viewers and listeners here on the podcast, you can hear the whistles and the shouting in the background. Coach Romberg out at the soccer practice right now, which includes Connor Wesselman, Alex right. Paqueta, and Aiden Henry, those yeah. three kickers this year that are um, really good on the soccer field also. Right. So back to the All-State, there's an honorable mention, Holden stays. What about Holden and uh, the offensive prowess that he brought for right. the team this year? Really, really proud of Holden. Uh, we knew what we had coming back. Uh, he worked extremely hard this summer and, uh, you know, he got an offer from uh, from Penn State and uh, so right now he is committed to, to Penn State and you know, a lot could change down the road, but that's where his focus is. He wants to play college football at the uh, um, at the highest level and uh, <clears throat> had a really good off season. Came into the season and we this year we had to lean on a little bit uh, on the defensive side of the ball as well uh, because uh, of just our needs and, and what he could bring to the table. And uh, so he started for us at tight end, uh, but he's also a guy we can put out on the flank and uh, he can really put a lot of stress on defenses and, and had, a, had a great season offensively, had a really big game against St. Pius. And then when we, when we were able to beat St. Pius and give them their only loss this year, uh, I believe he had three touchdowns in that game. And, uh, you know, as the season went on and then we lost John Collier and our offense changed a little bit, um, he, we weren't able to get him the ball as much as we would have liked in the, uh, in the, in the passing game, but he continued to, to play really well. Uh, played really well for us on the defensive side uh, and didn't really come off the field very much. And, and hopefully next year we're, we're going to be able to give him some time where he can have some rest. And uh, he got banged up a little bit uh, during the season, got some, had some injuries that uh, slowed him down a little bit. Uh, but I think he's uh, very well deserving of his uh, All-State honorable mention. It's very difficult to make All-State in Georgia. Talk about uh, that, Coach, just with that recognition, what that means yeah, for the it's, program. It's it is the state of Georgia, is, a football right, state, and uh, you've got three of Georgia them. Georgia really only has, um, you know, an All-State team by the Land Journal Constitution. They have some others, but uh, it's it's a, a tremendous honor to make All-State in, in, in Georgia. Uh, and, and honorable mention, especially as an underclassman too. And uh, no, I, when um, I'm looking at potential players that could go to, into the Hall of Fame from our football program, one of the first things I look at is were they an All-State player? Uh, because that's such an elite category um, that in, in, in uh, my opinion, kind of separates those guys and gives them, you know, a consideration for Hall of Fame down the road. So that, that's how important it is and how, uh, you know, what, what it means to, to, to make that All-State all team. It's just, uh, it's a tremendous honor for those guys. But I'm really excited about Holden coming back next year. He's gonna be the leader, one of the leaders of the team on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, he should be uh, somebody that was really going to, to step up for us and, uh, 
and help us to have a, have a really good season. Well, congrats to Connor. Congrats to Holden there with the honorable mention and Alex also. Coach, oh, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate I, the so, time. I'm so excited for all the guys and uh, really looking forward to uh, next year's team. But uh, right now it's soccer season and uh, let's uh, go Cats. All right, Riley, there's Jerry Romberg, head varsity football coach, talking about the All-State selections for this year for Weird and Wacky 2020. Back to you. All righty. Thank you so much for your time, Coach Romberg, and a big, big shout-out to Daniel Searle for going out, getting all those interviews, and making this All-State podcast really happen. Um, and then, of course, before we close out, a, another big congratulations to all the players honored. I'm really excited for next season. I think it's going to be a show. It'll be a fun one. But until then, until next podcast, this was another episode of WCAT Chats. I'm Riley O'Neill. Go Cats!